You're listening to Once, episode 219, Birth and the Bear King, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we just finished watching these two episodes for the price of one, Birth and The Bear King. (laughs) Keep in mind that one of the reasons they put these two episodes together is because there's no episode on Sunday, November 22nd. That is when they have the American Music Awards. So that will take the place of Once Upon a Time. But Once Upon a Time, we'll be back on Sunday, November 29th. So we got to see next week's episode and this week's episode on the same night. But these two episodes were clearly separate episodes. It wasn't like a part one, part two thing. If it were up to me, they would have shown two episodes last week and ended with that rather epic first episode and then just shown the second episode this week. Or played it in the other order, played the episode Birth after the episode The Bear King, because I think Birth was a much better episode. Yeah, there are some things that are really weird, and uh, some things are a little crazy, but I think that that was the better episode of the two episodes tonight, and certainly has more that we'll actually be talking about in our initial reactions here and our upcoming Mm -hmm. full discussion. Yeah, I thought of showing them in the opposite order, except then you wouldn't have had Arthur and Zelina running around three weeks ago. That would have been the only thing, though, that was out of order. Yeah, so we now know Arthur is the one who killed Fergus. Which, thankfully, makes a much stronger tie to the Merida side of the arc. Right. And explains a lot about how she ended up in Storybrooke. We don't know how they all ended up in Storybrooke again, but we understand why she's still connected to the larger group, even after everything that's happened in the past. I think we do know more, or we're a lot closer now to knowing why everyone has lost their memories in Storybrooke, because this is really the big thing of these two episodes. So we may completely skip talking about the Bear King or very much of it, but the big thing was seeing that Emma turned Hook into a dark one. Now, this had actually been predicted by one of our listeners, and I don't have the feedback in front of me at the moment, but we'll bring that up in our upcoming full discussion. And wow, that was really odd. So it it makes sense now that Emma had to take everyone's memories so that Hook wouldn't know he was the dark one, so that he wouldn't give over to the darkness inside of him. Yeah. Um, that was the only thing. I mean, I love the episode as I do until the last few seconds when suddenly the simple knowledge of what had been done made Hook go all dark. It didn't make a lot of sense to me because if it's an actual presence within him, he should have known. Right. And if he was somehow, just because he didn't fully remember, was still able to stay sort of light or good or whatever then I don't think he should have flipped quite so quickly. Well, do you think he flipped at the end? Sure sounded like it. 
sounded menacing toward Emma, which also makes no sense because she's a dark one. So why should he be against her? Won't that be horrible torture to hook to see Dark One Grumpelstiltskin in his brain, the crocodile, <laughs> following him around over and over? Why hasn't that already been happening? I Yeah. Why? I don't know. I fear that they've splintered just as I was becoming okay with where they were starting to take the mythology of the Dark One. Now they've literally splintered it. Mm-hmm. And I... I don't know. It remains to be seen how I'll feel about that ultimately. But the solution to this was kill Zelina or transfer darkness into Zelina, kill her, or I don't know if the order was clarified. It it is a bit confusing and we will clarify a lot more in our upcoming full discussion and we'll welcome your feedback for that. They seem to think that with the unified blade, it would work like the Dark One dagger, but in reverse. If they killed her with it, it would put all of the power into her. Which sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it gets it out of them, but then there's still, I guess they figure as long as they have the sword, they control her. And you're going, really, you're going to hit the woman <laughs> who just had a baby? <laughs> well, I think I, it is Alina, and there's no baby anymore. We got to revisit Forgotten Character Island across these two episodes. We got Dr. Whale, Ruby, Mulan. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Whale getting thrown to the wall. That whole scene was amazing. They talked about his hair. They threw him into a wall. It was great. It was great to see him again and to see him get thrown against a wall. He does that so well. (laughs) Yes. But it turns out that Forgotten Character Island isn't always where we think it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, What did you think about that whole, hey, let's flash back and, oh, hmm, Ruby had a magic bean and she didn't share it with anybody and she just went back to the Enchanted Forest. They never talked about it again. I was more okay with just trying to pretend that she was there the whole time. That was really stretching it to me. There were a lot of things that were stretching it to me in these couple episodes. I did really like the episode Birth. The Bear King? Yes. Yeah, by itself, it could have been fun. Yes. And I did watch Brave this week. I did not know that that's what this episode was going to be, practically the sequel to Brave, but... I think it was much more enjoyable having seen it. It's definitely a character development episode, getting to understand the characters more, even though they were side characters that we might not see again for a while, if ever, in the series. But it is neat to see that these characters haven't been completely forgotten, so that means we could see more of them again in the future, and I like that. Yeah, it was kind of a refresher on a lot of characters we got Mulan and Ruby, kind of an update on where they are in their little journeys, even though we didn't know Ruby was on a journey. Right. How sad. They never even talked about it. Did they have kind of like a few weeks of peace after that moment when they got back from the time traveling? Seems to me they did. And so I guess that's why it kind of fits. They could all just go, where's Ruby? Oh, no, they managed to grow one bean and she didn't offer a ride to anybody. Maybe she did, though. We could have other people turn up in the Enchanted Forest that left with her that we don't know about. That could be interesting. That could be really cool to see them in some uh, six weeks ago or now it's three or two weeks ago uh, flashback to show us other characters coming to fight Uh, against Arthur or fight alongside Emma. That almost could have been a bigger element for Ruby to have that bean and just say, 
All right, instead of just pretending these people are just down the block and we don't talk to them anymore, let's have some of them go home. But maybe they'll retcon that or something. Ugh, the the Bear King kind of washed birth out of my brain, even though it was the one that had so much more to talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and certainly in our upcoming full discussion, it's it's difficult when there are two completely different episodes to do a podcast episode about it. Uh, when it's two parts, we can more selectively discuss different parts from the episode series, the little mini series. But since this is two very completely different episodes, what we may do in our upcoming full discussion is really focus more on the episode birth, since that is where most of the theorizing and in-depth discussion will be. But if you have feedback for either of these episodes, and if there's something you'd like to see us talk about or a theory you'd like to share with us based on the episode, the second episode we saw tonight, The Bear King, then please go ahead and send us your feedback. All of that information is on the website at oncepodcast.com, and we'd love for you to be part of the upcoming full discussion. And here's another way that you can be part of the podcast. Each episode That is by being a hero to the podcast and contributing to help keep the podcast running. And for this episode, I want to thank David Newland, Lisa Slack, Jennifer A. Treese, Rivka Cook, one of our new Patreon heroes, and our 29 backers on Patreon. Thank you very much for your kind support. We really could not do this without you. And we don't even need an enchanted helmet to rally the troops. So thank you very much for not requiring (laughs) us to have an enchanted helmet. And if you have not contributed yet to a podcast or given uh, to support the podcast, then would you please consider being a hero to the podcast? Go to oncepodcast.com slash hero to check out your options where you can contribute a monthly amount, like even just a couple dollars a month or more than that. Or you can do your shopping through Amazon by clicking on our link first, and then that helps support the podcast without it costing you anything extra. Those options are at oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you for your support. So Emma, in the process of transferring power to Hook, did something to Merlin. But what did you think about all the dark, swirly, ribbony stuff coming out of Merlin. I wouldn't have expected it to be dark. Right. It looked just like the dark one. And is Merlin dead now? Like, did this kill Merlin? It it couldn't, because how else could Merlin get to make that voicemail? If Rumpelstiltskin gets to be alive (laughs) after everything he went through, I say Merlin gets to be alive. And... You're right. So if we are to assume now that the voicemail, as we're calling it, was from the time period they assumed it was from, here's where I think the twist is. I know there's a twist in there somewhere because it's not just face value. So when he says the dark one, okay, he might be dead, but it's not Emma. The dark one found me. Yes. Yes. It would be Hook. That would be the twist. Oh, yes. I hope he's not dead. I mean, that would be kind of a... Bummer. <laughs> it, yes, it definitely makes sense now. That whole, the dark one found me. Because it was Hook. And from this episode, we learned that Hook must have done some pretty nasty things back in the Enchanted Forest, Camelot, wherever we want to call that. Yeah, because this was feeling like such a big moment. It feels like it's right before they went back, but it was only three weeks ago. So they've still got half their time in Camelot to go through, probably 
Hook being like a real dark one and Emma trying to save him. And we only have a couple more episodes left before the mid-season hiatus. So we're going to see what happened. I think now we know why Emma erased everyone's memories. Uh, We're going to see probably the making of that voicemail and how horrible Hook is as the dark one. And wouldn't it be interesting then if the second half of the season is that battle with Hook as the dark one? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, I believe Emma when she says that everything she's done has been for him, obviously. At least it makes sense. So now we know that uh, ulterior motive to doing all of this and pretending to be the dark one and telling everyone, you failed, I became the dark one. Right. Yeah, it was more like, definitely it didn't have it we didn't have to fight hook as the dark one definitely he's still really real and normal but emma turned into that dark one looking lady after she turned <laughs> hook into the dark one her outfit and makeup and hair and all of that changed I know. right then it's not really fair i mean best looking dark one ever right <laughs> yeah I want to see what Hook looks like, though. That'll be cool. (laughs) I couldn't quite tell from what we saw in this episode, and we may see it when we do our rewatch and our full discussion, but I want to know, does Hook still have his hook? Oh, why should... Well, he probably... Here's what I envision. I think he will have it, and then he'll just be like, what do I need this for? And he'll just regrow his hand. Yeah. (laughs) Rumpelstiltskin didn't have his limp as the dark one. True. He could probably just float and stuff. And, you know, speaking of how... He'll look. We have our Once Upon a Time costume contest. I I know it's a little bit delayed because uh, some things took priority, but the voting will open this week. So you'll have until uh, just before Thanksgiving to vote in the Once Upon a Time costume contest. This is only, you have to go there just once and vote. You don't have to go every single day. So you'll be able to go vote for your favorite costume over there at oncepodcast.com slash contest. It may even be available by the time that you are listening to this. The voting will close at midnight Thanksgiving Day. So that is you have until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Central Time, GMT minus five on Wednesday, November 25th to vote in that. And there will be some awesome prizes for those who win and uh, some really cool costumes. I'm really looking forward to seeing who wins the vote because this is up to you to vote for your favorite Once Upon a Time costume. Go over to oncepodcast.com slash costume and get your friends and family to vote and it will be great. I think you'll be really amazed by all the great costumes everyone has made. I have a challenge. There's a second category. I want to see who can create the best Daniel costume. (laughs) that might be interesting (laughs) um yeah so do that you know what's funny about the whole emma just suddenly transforming into the leather clad dark one emma it seems like the transformation would be physical and then they would choose their clothing but appearing at the vault in a robe that looks all sort of mystical and then having like these funny i suppose evilish leather clothes how is that part of the dark one curse yeah that's not what happened to rumple when he became regina went dark and she turned her castle black because she liked it and she turned her clothes evil because that's what she liked it wasn't just sort of part of 
the magic of being dark. And when Nimue went dark, well, the vault didn't even exist. I wonder if she built the vault. And how are they going to even hmm. find Nimue anyway? Yeah, what does that even mean, finding Nimue? I mean, it could be, maybe they're misspeaking. Maybe it's finding Nemo, and the next part of the season is the finding Nemo season. Now that they've opened up Brave and the Pixar universe, anything could happen. <laughs> but speaking of anything could happen, we want your feedback on these episodes to find out what kind of stuff you'd like us to talk about, if anything, in the episode, The Bear King. Otherwise, we'll focus our conversation primarily on the episode Birth in our upcoming full discussion, and we would love your thoughts and theories for that. So please go to oncepodcast.com and use our contact information over there to send us an email, call and leave a voicemail on our system, or send a voice message through the website. Please also go to oncepodcast.com slash 219 to share this episode with all of your friends and family by clicking on those sharing buttons, post it to Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, anything you'd like to over there at oncepodcast.com slash 219. Please also connect with us on Twitter at OnePodcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. We'll be back this upcoming Wednesday with our full discussion and we'll dig into these episodes a lot more in depth. So make sure you send us your feedback before then. But until then, remember, I'm either optimistic, desperate, or both. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our heroes for keeping the podcast alive. We could not do this without you. If you would like to be a hero to the podcast, then please consider supporting it by going to oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you for your support.